0: Times that I get to say this on this podcast, but what a freaking weekend!
1: (laughs) I mean, drama everywhere you look across all the leagues, across all competitions this weekend, and a manager meltdown.
0: But I think you've actually forgot the most important detail of the lot, which is Aston Villa beat Bournemouth and they controlled a game for 90 minutes.
1: I mean, as you're an Aston Villa fan, yes, that is a good talking point. This is the However, best weekend
0: of the year so far, for me.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's not even the biggest Premier League talking point this weekend, let's be
0: honest. It uh, might not be in anyone else's mind, but the man I'm now christening, Don Unai, is doing something down at Villa Park. <laughs> I mean, let's see how long the magic lasts. Hey, maybe I was—I don't actually recall being this high on Gerard. I could be—I say I was satisfied at one point, but no, we're all on a high. Don't take us off this. and Let us live it.
1: I mean, let's be honest. Who was ever going to be on a high with Steven Gerrard?
0: Careful, Crystal Palace could still get there. <laughs>
1: That doesn't mean they're going to be in a high. They'll be uh, an an even lower
0: low. Oh, no. That's why I still said in that regard. Anyway, I'm obviously being a a dick. We all know what the big talking point is this weekend. Antonio Conte. Oh, boy. What the hell is this? He does not want to be there. (laughs) Mamma mia, here he goes again. (laughs) Not even I mean... he, just over a year ago, he ranted out against Burnley having lost, the... and he's done the same mm. with Southampton, a team in the relegation spots. Only this time they didn't lose, They, although it felt like one because they were 3 1 up and they messed it up in spectacular fashion in true Spursy fashion, mm. drawing 3 all in the end, which. You know, I mean, I only watched the highlights, but I don't know how that happened, <laughs> quite frankly. I mean, I do, because when you look at the highlights, it's so obvious, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Your thoughts? Other oh, than saying Spurs, Spurs. Say
1: on... I've, I've, I've run out of words to say about them, though. They just There is nothing left of them, and I'm inclining to agree with what Conte's saying about the club because you look at them and you're like, what are you here to do, Tottenham? Let's be honest, what are you here to do? Now I'm not saying every club should win a trophy in their lifetime but with the squad that they've had, the money that they've spent both on stadium training ground and on players as well, they should be doing better than this. They don't look like a cohesive team of players they just look a like a bunch of individuals and it doesn't work
0: no wow i disagree working we've seen moments when it does but when it doesn't it's spectacularly awful because there's two sides to this yeah, but
1: it's not a season long though it's not they can have individual games on like a month or two where it work in where they look individually good but on a whole for 38 premier league games and countless Cup games, champion whether it be Champions League, FA Cup or uh, the League Cup, it doesn't work for over a prolonged period of time and that's why it doesn't work, hence why it's a team sport, not an individual sport.
0: No, true. We can't just completely rely on the individuals that such like Harry Kane, when he gets a goal, it's good for them. But there's other individuals who haven't shone this season, like Son. I don't know what's happened to him. No one can, can really guess what's gone on with him. I'm trying to figure off mm. more. There's, there's all, they're all over the place a little bit.
1: Yeah. Just a bunch of mediocreness from them this season. Yes, Harry Kane will still score you the goals and be up there as like a potential top goal scorer in the Premier
0: League. He, I saw the stat, he scored the most, either joint most or the most headers now of anyone this season. Probably won't surprise me. Um, I think he would be top. Yeah, I, I, I definitely wrong. saw the start. I can't recall. I don't think there was any names who it was, but no. yeah. Yeah. I think we have to get to the the comments them, themselves now, because it really was just shocking, I guess, that he said the, the bit you're not supposed to say out loud. <laughs> about the ownership. He came out afterwards, Or oh, there was something that apparently wasn't aimed at the ownership. But you look at the mm. line, the 20 years, no trophy. Why? Who's that aimed at? That's not aimed at the players because you could only say that one of them has been there for at least a decade. And that's Harry Kane. Yeah.
1: And yeah. maybe Hugo Lloris has been there close to a decade as well.
0: Yeah, but he sort of avoids it for this one because he's injured and he has no part yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah 100%. But... Yeah, he said the line, the call a bit out loud. This is Tottenham's story. This is the neutral's view. He said it out loud. Mm. And I mean... the question is, does he stay? As of recording, he's still the manager. I mean, I think he will stay.
1: I don't think he'll get sacked. I think he'll be there until the end of the season but like i've been saying now for numerous weeks he won't be there next season and i think yeah. this is more
0: affirmation he won't be there next season yeah and i've said something else this morning players are already under the impression that he's not going to be there next season so of course in that term, they're gonna to down tools, which yeah then ripples to being another james dance reference that they're not gonna play for they are gonna be selfish in that regard that's what it, the, mm-hmm. There is two sides to this, and both are right, in a way. Yeah. You could call out the players, but in turn, that's not what you're supposed to do, because now they're going to completely down tools.
1: Yeah, I mean, publicly, you shouldn't be overly critical of them. I the mean, question is, is he saying this when behind I... the scenes? Yeah, because if he is, then he's 100% fine to say, well, I've told you behind your back. Now I'm going to get everyone else in the country on your back as well as to why the fuck are you down in tools? Why are you playing this shit? And we're only just over halfway through this month. I'm mm. literally tearing my hair out as to what I can do with you lot now. I oh, don't do that. Not... There's not much of it left. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and then again, he can just go to Turkey and get a fucking transplant again. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, there is, I don't it's know. Just... That, that's the big night for of it. It's just how does this happen? How do you let it get to this point? But he's right in saying it's been happening
1: for years, though. Yeah. Because even towards the end of Pochettino's tenure at the club, it was happening. And he was apparently the most adored and loved man that they've had in years.
0: Yeah. So much so they the want him back, done. even though it's not going to change anything.
1: Yeah, but he, as we saw with their all or nothing documentary, they seemed to down their tools for him as well, and then obviously he went out the door.
0: Mm. I mean, that's the contrast, is it? Some people were saying where Jose, it was days before the Carabao Cup before he got sacked. He was, he was like, he didn't dig the players out at all, but he still mm. kind of made comments that would make you think that. But he wasn't as aggressive. Which is surprising for Jose. Yeah. Whereas Conte just went full blown. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I think he's just
1: sick of it. And I, what what is it though that it goes wrong for so many managers at Tottenham? I mean, Conte is what their fourth now since they got to the Champions League final because they had Pochettino, Jose, Nuno. No, Fred- no. Yeah, short full. game and now
0: Antonio Conte. Hang on. Respect. One, league but, final.
1: Yeah, four permanent managers since the 2019 Champions League final. So that's a manager a year that
0: they've had. Yeah, pretty much.
1: I mean obviously the chopping and changing of managers isn't gonna help anyone. But three of them are top top managers. Obviously discounting Nuno because he hasn't had the chance really to do it at a top club. But the others... No, but you especially did, I Schumer, it it you wasn't going to
0: work at Tottenham.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, for me, that was always the wrong appointment. Um, but I just question, like, how much has really changed since Poch left? Maybe you've got a couple of players?
0: It's almost uh, like the issues stem down from the top.
1: Yeah, they're, they're just... Seems to be something else rather than just the players putting in shit performances on a week in, week out basis, mm-hmm. which they're obviously not doing badly every week because they're still amongst the top uh, half in the Premier League table. Well, still in the top four for now on uh, games played, and by two points as well.
0: Yeah, and I just I wanted to bring this back into the game itself because, as you saw, and if you saw match today, you know, firstly, thank God they showed all the goals for a change. That didn't ever happen before when they did on the analysis. That was nice to see for once. Um, oh, I can't see. But they were also analysing the fact that Tottenham, once they went 3-1 up, they just completely put 10 or 11 players behind the ball. Mm. And it's this thing of are the players deciding to do that or is he telling them to do that? And you think surely he has told them. That that's now what you got to do. I mean, you would think it would be the case,
1: but when you're three-one up against Southampton, considering they've been the worst side in the league all season, hence why they are bottom. Why would you be defending, putting all eleven players behind the ball in that situation? Yeah, I hate you're three-one
0: up. You're three-one up against the worst side kind of, of the, the team country. I've seen it my whole life. I can't abide it. Never works. No. You're just inviting the pressure
1: every time. The game. Yeah, see out the game, have the attacks, dominate the possession in their half because if you've got the ball in their half, they can't do anything with it.
0: Mm.
1: But by it, You're it. inviting the pressure onto yourselves and allowing them to have chances to score and obviously uh Southampton got those two goals that they uh, managed to pull it back to a
0: draw. It's one of the downsides of Antonio Conte's tactics slash management. He does... Like the better side of content is when they don't have possession, hmm. so maybe it was it was that, but it didn't work, obviously debatable penalty aside for me personally, but yeah, I don't know how they that's what they were thinking they would it was wrong it was a wrong thing to do, and they have no choice but to bounce back now in their next game, which. Looking at it, oh, it. It's, it's April. I've got a international break now, as well, and they're going to Everton. Yeah. So that, that's not going to be easy either, because Goodison, when it's up for it, and it's going to be on a Monday night as well, so it's going to be really up for it.
1: Mm, well, looking at Spurs' fixtures in April on the back of that. So like you said, they play Everton next. Then they face two home games against Brighton and Bournemouth. Then they travel to Newcastle on the 23rd of April, and then they end the uh, month with a home game against Manchester United and then an away trip across Stanley Park to face their rivals Liverpool. Um, Not Everton's sorry, they didn't face it, <laughs> Stanley Park, their rivals, sorry. They Stanley... face a trip.
0: You've offended they so face many people there. <laughs> yes,
1: because I, I, I said Everton at the top, that's why. They um, face Liverpool at the end of the month. So Three of them games are against teams amongst, like in and around them, fighting mm. for European places. Of like their last three games,
0: I'm then stopping myself Brighton. and saying Tottenham cannot finish there this season. I, I'm not having them in the Champions League next season. They just don't deserve it.
1: No, I. It wouldn't surprise me if they actually ended up finishing seventh. It's possible.
0: But then, of course, it could be eighth because there's another team on the charge. But,
1: yeah, it's going to be a very, very hard month for uh, Spurs once they're back out of this international break. And it's going to be a very, very worrying time if they do end up finishing
0: seventh. Yeah, but ideally you look at that. Brighton is probably a tough one. Mm -hmm. But they're at home. So, you sort of give them a chance. Bournemouth, they should absolutely win that one, going off what I saw this weekend. Newcastle won't be easy so. being away. United, I think it depends what United turn up, <laughs> being honest. And it's the mm. same with Liverpool as well. Yeah. They have to be up for those games. If they're not, then, yeah, you can kiss
1: goodbye to the top four. Well, that's their season done. If they don't win, get. Uh, they've got to get a minimum of three wins in April Pretty much. I don't know who they come against but they have to win at least three of them games to have well I see you can't the afford four. a
0: defeat against any of those like main teams around them. Yeah.
1: The, their first three games they have to win and then pick up at least one or two points against the top four uh, opponents so Newcastle Man United and Liverpool at least two points from them last three
0: games in April see I think they've got to win one of them that's how close it is that they have to do it. Because it's something t- they're probably guaranteed to drop a point against one of those teams that they shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, it's it's going to be very, very
0: uh, interesting. All, aboard the, all aboard the excitement train. Because I like next yes. x there's so much football. Because <laughs> they're trying yeah, to yeah. cram everything in now at the end. it's Yeah, should be fun.
1: Hmm. Mm. And I'm not going to complain because I love a lot of football.
0: Yes, and I think we've talked about Tottenham enough and almost too much for my liking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we aren't a Spurs podcast. We do talk about other teams.
0: Yeah, do go listen to the Spurs podcast. They probably talk about it better than us, and they understand the situation a little bit better. But I want to know talk about the relegation battle because it again took its twists and turns yes again. I don't really know where to start, though, <laughs> quite frankly. Uh, what was Leeds? Yeah. That was a mad one. Yeah, I mean,
1: Jesus Christ, everything and anything happened in this game. So, Leeds scoring an early goal, Jack Harrison, then going 2-0 just after half-time, Luke Ayling scoring his one goal uh, a year, which was a, that was a weird statistic. His last goal
0: was ex- practically exactly a year ago against Wolves as well on the same date, as well and I yeah, believe like someone had also pointed out that in that game it ended free to as well to lead yeah it did yeah <laughs> we almost had the same score on oh weird yeah there we go but freaky um... yeah what else was weird it was a very mixed game for Johnny Castro Otto <laughs> What the hell? Yes. <laughs> scores a worldie and then nearly breaks a man's leg and gets sent off. But he was definitely at fault for one of the goal, Leeds goals as well. Oh, yeah. 100% he was. Very so mixed. Affair, a
1: mixed... Yes, definitely. So, I mean, you think of it at the time when he scores that worldie, Leeds are 3 0 up. Then Wolves get them two quick goals, first through Johnny and then through Mateus Cunha. And then you're like, okay. Maybe the comeback is on, and then Johnny gets himself sent off. And yeah. you like, oh, well, that's the game, gone. Rodrigo Moreno was... scores.
0: Yeah, and then Mateus Nunes got sent off at the end. Like You don't get sent off that late. That's ridiculous. No, that's just petulance and silliness. From, mm. uh, but, it, but it still it wasn't the silliest red card of the weekend. <laughs> we'll have that later. You, you can't mm. wait to talk about that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my lips are sealed until then.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe, um, maybe like big said win South for Leeds, though. Yeah, massive. So I think I don't know. I'm, I'm not even gonna like hedge my bets on anyone at this point. It will change next week. But that's a good win for them. But well, like I said,
1: yeah, like I said to you last week, if we try and predict who stays up and who goes down, it will
0: be changing on a weekly basis. I'm, I'm still confident on Southampton. Maybe to, to yeah. Although, uh, then again, you see what they do this week, who knows, but there's, I'm definitely uh, on one team. We'll get to them. Uh, we said Southampton, good draw. They did well to come back. Because we spoke about Tottenham yeah. a lot, but Southampton did very well.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's obviously crew that they pick up as many points as possible in these situations when that bottom eight or nine clubs are so close together. Any point against anyone is key in this uh, race for survival.
0: Yeah, and now I think we have to go to the other... Everton? Everton? Drawing 2-2 with Chelsea. Chelsea? The story should be, what the hell, Chelsea? (laughs) The the week they've had, and now it's back down a peg or two.
1: Yeah, back to reality for
0: them. Yeah, and they weren't even that bad. They just, again, almost a Tottenham situation. You just let them have the chance and they took it. At least yeah, goal. Ellis is very Sim's good, a... by the way. Oh, it was a beautiful goal for him. Eighty uh, ninth minute as well, so...
1: Can't be uh, too disappointed
0: with that. Uh, have they potentially found the new number nine? Does he get... The... It is a run now, really. Because he's been... Yeah. He's had a few appearances here and there. He played in the Merseyside derby, which probably wasn't the right game for him, in hindsight. Because he didn't have a lot to do mm. but then again maybe it's just but, yeah. uh, super sub appearances needed for the rest of the season yeah. just let him do it that way definitely
1: uh, and i feel like sean dutch is the right type of manager for them kind of situations uh when it comes to bringing through the young players and knowing when to give them the right amount of minutes and that's so yeah good point for them again like I said, any team at around that bottom half of the table, if they can pick up a point against the top half side or a victory, it's uh, a lot more comfortable for them and helps them in their course of staying up. Uh, Crystal Palace losing 4 1 to Arsenal. I was graduating that day. one next.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. They need a manager. They need a manager. Yeah. It's simple as that. If they're gonna survive, mm. they they're drifting ever so slowly towards it. No, yeah, they were playing yeah. Arsenal, so I don't know if they could be too downhearted with this one.
1: Yeah, uh, eight points now clear at the top. Arsenal, uh, after that victory, uh, however, City do obviously have the game in hand over them still. Um, Saka getting a brace in that one and getting an assist. Good game for him.
0: Uh, heading into no, the
1: break. Same
0: what? Yes. That no, sorry, you'd froze on my end. <laughs> I thought oh, is sorry. that and <laughs> why oh, the benefits of Scott. <laughs> um Brentford won Leicester one. I think Leicester did okay there. Brentford again not fully at it. They seem to they seem pro to it, but they also pick up wins mm-hmm. here and there.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, a late red card in that one, Shandon Baptiste getting sent off in stoppage time literally picking up a second yellow card within like three, four minutes to getting initially booked. It's one of them, he got booked in the 89th minute. You've got to keep your head on for the last three minutes or however long stoppage time was. You can't be getting sent off in them situations. It's just very silly.
0: Although I'm honest, I didn't see the actual second yellow. So it could have been a situation where he just took one for the team in that cast, but I don't know because we will going we'll to move on because I we'll waited long enough. Did you see my balance, baby?
1: Finally beating Bournemouth.
0: Maybe we got full Stephen A. Smith on this. Did you see Unai Emery's tricky villains? Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, gosh! I mean, I'll allow you to raise this happening. one up.
0: So what is happening? It's the stats are there for all to see. We are third. In the form table, only Arsenal and United have picked up more points. Actually, was it Arsenal and United? No, it was Arsenal and Man City. Apologies. And that one, United are below us. And like fucking someone tried to say, was it, I think it was Sky, tried to put Man United on the same level? No, they're not. They're below us. Do your stats check properly. Lots of respect <laughs> on Unai Emery and the amazing work that the Don has done. I mean, you are still 11th. Let's not get too excited here. At least we're on the same points as Chelsea this time. It was nice being temp for the couple of hours that we were.
1: (laughs) But yeah, fantastic win for them. Uh, Just an easy walkover victory, I think, in that sense. Uh, Obviously
0: getting an early goal. I stopped myself saying walkover because they did have chances. Bournemouth, it was just a case of them not taking them. Like Dominic oh, suddenly yeah. got through once, and he just took forever to shoot. <laughs> so it just left Tara Mings enough time to to block that. And then there was an amazing free kick save yet again from the world's best goalkeeper Emiliano
1: Martinez. Give it till after the international break, you put back criticising
0: him. Yeah, when he when he leaves, and he's a traitor. So I'd say I don't. The, the, the source is probably nothing. I don't know what the rating is for Tutto Sport in Italy. But they were trying to say Tottenham, of all teams, want to sign him, and the price tag is thirty million. You no, know, that would be true. You I mean <laughs> Spurs, want in, a keep. Spurs want in a keeper? Spurs wanting a keeper, understandable. But only thirty million for a World Cup winner. if this Cup somehow Cup. is true, it's Josh Onuma plus three million for Jack Grealish, all over again, back in twenty eighteen.
1: Mm. It's just so so silly.
0: ridiculous. But the Villa, mm. don't count us out. We're we're on the edge. We, we have to play pretty much all of Fulham, Brighton, Newcastle in in games. So Can see. Count you out of what? Count us out don't count us out of Europe? Like, we're in the chase, albeit we the probably the lowest bet on mm. this. But don't rule us out. We're not losing. Right now, to teams that aren't in the top four, These aren't gonna get. Him. It's asking a lot. I know that. I'm obviously having a laugh with it, but allow me to dream. It's all I've got. It's just nice being in March and knowing that we're not on the beach for a change. Yet, shut up. <laughs> we're still in <laughs> this. We're four points off six. What are you talking about? That doesn't mean anything.
1: I know I've seen this Aston Villa side too many times in the past,
0: and I'm seeing the rest of these teams right now. They they all got a loss in them. If you really go at them, and so do Aston Villa have losses in them? So we wouldn't we're picking up
1: victories. Anyway, let's finish off the Premier League roundup because we have got to get to Friday's game as. I we'll always admire your to be... attempts
0: to ruin my happiness, but never going to happen. This doesn't happen much, so I'm taking it. Okay. Well,
1: Friday, Alexander Ishak scoring a brace as Newcastle managed to beat Forest by two goals to one. As we said in the past couple of weeks, you'd be playing uh, Ishak from the start. Newcastle tend to do well in that one.
0: Although, yeah, I guess they did do well, but the talk of this one wasn't even the win itself. First of all, I will say, though, amazing limbs for the winner, Newcastle fans. The one thing that forest away and does offer its grey limbs mm. but we have to talk about those three letters because what the hell are they playing at again with that one goal they disallowed Elliot Anderson's goal yeah poor kid
1: I mean I don't even know what to say about the AR
0: anymore I really don't I don't it's such a silly, silly decision. I'm just a subject very subjective about the rules again because something happened in the villa game as well. That we had one handball definitely that should have been a penalty, maybe even two. But oh. what's handball anymore? What's offside? Getting the ball kicked at you. Even though you stood in an offside position, apparently he's offside, Now,
1: he? Who knows?
0: But that, that 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 Newcastle one is worse because it just opens up. A whole can of worms. and like, Oh, you could just kick a ball at a player now. And if they had an offside position.
1: Mm. Very, very silly.
0: It was. At least I thought mm. it was. Uh yes. yeah, so The f Premier League, I believe. Yep, that is all the games.
1: Uh, let's head over to the FA Cup. Because it was a lot of action there. And a lot of goals as well. In all four of the quarterfinal ties.
0: Yes, and who knew that the most exciting one of the lot just happened to be the one that probably people wouldn't have had their eye on? The championship tie between Sheffield United
1: and Blackburn? Yeah,
0: I watched this whole thing. This is cracking.
1: (laughs) What a game it was. Especially when you've got Clive Tildesley and Ali McCoy on comms as well. prime commentary duo and a last
0: minute worldie, just to cap it off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic goal from uh, Tommy Doyle to give Sheffield United the 3 2 victory from two. And they were two down gone down as well.
0: As well. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What I found funnier was not long after Sheffield had or not long before Sheffield had equalised. You heard Blackburn fans chanting the, the Wembley chant. Yeah. <laughs> and so... then, then the, the 90 minutes, it's Sheffield United fans that are chanting
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Glorious. And what a game from uh, West Vodringham as well.
0: Yeah, like that guy, he always goes slightly under the radar. A little bit, mm. does he? Or am I getting confused to someone else? Yeah, I am. I have like got confused as a different goal. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: the penalty incident for the opener. I mean, mm. I feel like it. it's harshly done by.
0: I'm actually done by, but of course, eyes. if you're going to make this stupid rule of not having VAR in all grounds, then you're asking for these sort of things. Sheffield United had VAR last season.
1: They can host it. They, they had it in this one. Did,
0: yeah. yeah it was, you could tell I only saw the from... highlights. The highlights didn't even show, like, VAR stuff. It was just kind of, it was penalty. <laughs> yeah, That's how I didn't know so
1: all of the games in the quarterfinal onwards have VAR in use, no matter what round they're at.
0: Confession, I I missed out the first half an hour. So I didn't see that first yeah. goal.
1: But yeah, um, for me, harsh decision. Yes, he, the, he does strike the arm. And like you could see it on the first replay, you could see it clearly st- uh, struck off Jack Robinson's arm. But I subjective handball I don't care
0: would... anymore. I'd... Yeah. You can say what we want. Who knows what they're thinking in the VAR room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, at least one uh, championship side have made it through to uh, the semi-finals. Game on Saturday, Manchester City beat Burnley six goals to nil. Erling Carlin scoring a hat-trick in that one. Agent Vinny. Uh, so he... <laughs> <laughs> All part of the plan. Yes. Uh, easy weekend for him and Julian Alvarez uh, also getting uh, two goals as well, so i scored
0: eight probably. goals this week alone. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Nuts.
0: Not fair. Uh, hmm.
1: Brighton beating Grimsby by five goals to nil. Again, another fantastic game from Evan Ferguson, who uh, managed to score two goals in that one. One to watch
0: for next season, I feel. Yeah. I feel like Brighton have finally <laughs> solved the issue of not having a decent... or having to play around without a decent striker, which they've done well Mm. with that. Now they've got a striker (laughs) even more terrified of them.
1: Yeah, just what the Zerbe is doing at that club is just absolutely brilliant to see.
0: It is, but careful it'll be Chelsea manager next season.
1: Yeah, and also can they really keep hold of uh, Evan Ferguson if he keeps putting in performances like this? how, How long will it be before a top six side come in for a bid forward? They've
0: got to finish in Europe, really. I feel. Well, then again, they've always proven pretty well at just even if they sell players, they'll get someone else in. But as we saw with Corsado, yeah. you keep these players, you do very well. So they've got that. They, if they get in Europe, they've got the benefit of them keeping some of them, I think.
1: Yeah, it makes it a lot harder for the other teams to just say, well, look, we've got Champions League or and European football. Attra-
0: it's more an attractive
1: proposition for players as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. And the final FA Cup game, Man United uh, coming back from a goal down to beat Fulham, three goals to one in a crazy four, five-minute period for
0: Cuts the VR? Cuts the VR. Okay, lads, right, United are behind. Clearly, they're not going to do it themselves. They're shit. We need to help them out.
1: I mean, A, it was a penalty, Blayton Campbell, from <laughs> William. Like, there there's, should be no debate about that. He's, it was, he's yeah. He's <laughs> <a goal
0: school,
1: laughs> denying a goal school opportunity, so fine red card. Mitrovic, what the hell are you doing?
0: Yeah, but I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it was, but why was Bruno not sent off as well then? That's the other week against yes, Liverpool. Same know. thing, same up, thing.
1: Mm, I feel like Mitrovic carried oh, just on. because it's adults. the linesman, it's fine no i'm not <laughs> saying it's justice fine, for
0: linesman
1: mitrovic just carried on and he's got more closer into the referee's face yeah, than no. what i feel like bruno did with the
0: linesman he still shoved him and mitrovic was sent off because he shoved him bruno did the same thing so i want i want consistency
1: but yeah i'm not disputing that there should be more consistency but maybe bruno um Mitrovic said something uh, uh, as well when he shoved the referee, so that maybe also applied to the sending off. And obviously, Marcus Silva got sent off whilst the referee was
0: over at the VAR. School. He threw a water bowl down and it hit the linesman. Did you hear the linesman apparently picked it up and drank it? <laughs> no, I
1: didn't. <laughs> oh, so again, brilliant.
0: linesman, they're the best. Yes. They have a hard job.
1: And then, yeah, so then Bruno scores from the penalty spot. Uh, two minutes later Marcel Sabitzer gets his first goal in Manchester United colours a lovely goal as well
0: it was nice
1: but I of the, full and this away oh yeah that five minute period just completely tossed the game away because like you said Man United won't show it wasn't even that it that was game. just that
0: short period between Pedro Eagaston and the red cards
1: yeah it just blew up in their own faces yeah and then yeah.
0: Yeah, what would be their best chance to get to an FA Cup final?
1: Mm. Also, a strange one with that now. So, all four games Man United have played in the FA Cup this season, they've all finished 3 1.
0: is just a pure coincidence.
1: Yeah, like they have. They're just yet like to drawing a Spanish
0: condition. teams consistently in the Europa League.
1: Oh, I mean, that is. Coincidence. <laughs> I mean, if that's how United you know end up winning trophies, by beating every Spanish side possible en route to the final of the Europa League and then winning 3-1 in every FA Cup game, then I'll take it. But yeah, it's just very strange. Pep uh, Guardiola is a
0: Spanish but... manager, so you're going to have to beat him in the final, potentially.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, semi-final draw was obviously done. So Brighton face Man United and Man City will play Shuffle United. They are scheduled for the weekend of the 22nd of April. From
0: the neutral just standpoint just I am glad that it could be the Manchester derby in the final it's a much more attractive final
1: Yeah, it definitely lives up more to a Of course it, then, it might not happen like... Brighton are a very good team Yeah and you never know Sheffield United might uh, yeah. cause an upset against Manchester City unlikely of the two situations we've mentioned but hey, it's football, don't write anything off in that situation
0: for the benefit of audio listeners, I've been shaking my head for 10 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, let's head over to the European action now,
0: because... Well, actually, we before have... we do that, can we talk, can we talk women's effect? Call? Because I feel like there's a certain team that deserves some plaudits. in that. We're not talking about Aston Villa again. We should be. Did you see Carla was <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: I did. Anyway, if you want to listen to more women's voice, so head over to our... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I've seen highlights of it, so good win for all years.
0: Anyway. Hey, uh, well, where can they go if they want to hear about the amazing story of Aston Villa women beating Manchester City's women's team? Well,
1: I head over to Women's Football Talk YouTube channel where we'll have a uh, full recap of that game and the other games in the FA Cup and the European games from this past weekend on the channel. So that's Women's Football Talk for that.
0: Yes, do check that. Now, now you can go for the European fixtures.
1: Oh, I've had my Villa fix.
0: El <laughs> L. Clasico. Yep. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Inject it and also congratulations to Barcelona on winning La Liga this season.
0: Yeah, well done. Lads. You've you've done it. You're back.
1: Yep. Twelve points, twelve games to go. Season's done. Realistically, there for the. Total challenge, uh, coming back from a goal down as well to win two one. Fantastic result for Javi side. Yet to lose against Real Madrid this year. They've played them three times and they've won he's, all three games. His first
0: manager to do it since Guardiola.
1: Yeah, Javi Ball is well and truly alive.
0: He's doing well. Fair play. He's won yeah. the league now. He's he's getting them there. The Barcelona yep. are slowly on the way back. Mm, Frank are scoring. as corrupt as anything. Yes. Uh,
1: Frank Kessy scoring the winner in the 92nd minute as well. Absolutely brilliant for him, considering it's really well. been a beautiful goal. Considering he hasn't really been like the focal point of that Barcelona midfield this season, it's been a bit of an adaptation to the Spanish league and Barcelona since his summer move.
0: And was it Fabrizio Romano who said he had three proposals in January Wasn't to leave as well?
1: Yeah, oh, are like was... two Premier League clubs on right. the Italian side.
0: Give me an excuse to talk about Villa every time, but apparently we are one club that's always been linked to him. Uh, I take like... it. always look yeah. at how our midfield's set up now. Does he work in that? I don't know.
1: Mm, it's going to be uh interesting see whether that would ever happen. I mean, it's unlikely, but yeah. I mean, if we're talking Aston Villa and transfer rumours, please tell me you've read today's BBC gossip column for a second.
0: I haven't stopped going soon, Andy, you've said it. <laughs>
1: well, you don't have to scroll down too far. Anyway, I'll finish off with uh, La Liga roundup whilst you're doing that. Uh, so elsewhere in La Liga, Real Sociedad beat Alche by two goals to nil, and Atletico Madrid beat Valencia by three goals to nil to, to keep the... Uh, race for third Close between those two sides Elsewhere, Real Betis and Villarreal Are occupying 5th and 6th place There, And obviously with uh, Valencia's resort this weekend And the fact that uh, Cadiz uh, Managed to draw with Almira Valencia are now in the relegation zone In Spain
0: I've just seen that gossip comment
1: <laughs> Yeah, I told you
0: <laughs> I'll wait till we get to Italy For that one
1: Yes, um, so it isn't looking uh, all that well for Valencia, which would be a shame to see them relegated from the top division in Spain.
0: Yeah, I don't know gone on there.
1: It just Everything seems to have gone against them in recent years. Uh, over in Germany and Bayern Munich, losing 2-1 to Bayer Leverkusen.
0: Oh, Ezekiel yeah.
1: Palacios scored in two parties.
0: Are they just bored I mean, of winning the league? Is that it? Have they, they had enough now?
1: Mm-hmm. So they now dropped down to second and Borussia Dortmund head to the top of the league after they had a fantastic uh, 6-1 victory against Cologne. Uh, absolutely easy uh, route there for them. Uh, other I was games... going <clears> to <throat> say
0: that eventual Bayern-Dortmund game is huge and I've just seen what it is. It's the 1st of April when we come back. Yep, half five, to
1: classica, possibly to decide the league. I'm very
0: much here for it. I'd say possibly, but even if Dortmund win, I'd still be a bit on edge. Yes.
1: Elsewhere, Union Berlin uh, managed to get back to winning ways by beating Eintracht Frankfurt by two goals to nil, and are now up to the third place. And Freiburg as well managed to pick up some points to go up to fourth. Uh, so it's a good weekend for both of those sides there. We'll head over to France before we head to Italy, yes. finally. Please head to
0: France, please.
1: The Kim Kardashian curse is well and truly she alive real. past four days. Oh, yeah, oh. At the Emirates Stadium uh, on Thursday, as Arsenal got knocked out of the Europa League to Sporting Club, and then she turns up to the park of France and PSG lose 2-0 to We with Carl purko Akambe and Arno Clemento scoring the goals and that means now seven defeats this season in the league for PSG.
0: And they're still going to win the league because of
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, seven
0: points ahead of Marseille at this point in time. Mm. Get to what Marseille did in a minute, but keep Kim Kardashian away from Villa Park at all costs. And Old Trafford. Just keep her away. Never show her a Villa key. Then again, you can't buy them anywhere because they're never a popular team to be in these massive stores, even in Birmingham. Yes,
1: just Kim. You've got a worldwide football ban from now on. Any other sport? Fine.
0: Has she ever heard of Tottenham?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Uh, yeah, let's head over to Marseille now as they manage to beat Stad Rem by two goals to one. Alexis Sanchez scoring a brace to end uh, Will Still side's long, long unbeaten run.
0: They've ended the Will Still meme thank god yes it got annoying after a while didn't
1: it yeah it really did um it's just one of them you're like oh for god's sake just come up with something canoe now
0: it's like don't bring uh, it up yeah you just, uh, but that was the main like that's just what it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yes uh elsewhere mm-hmm. Leon Leon drew little... Nance on... Hang on, let me finish off uh, the french <laughs> <six>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Elsewhere, leandre won one with Nantes on Friday. Uh, Lens beat Angers by three goals to nil to keep up the pressure with Marseille and getting that automatic Champions League qualification Though They still sit two points behind them, and Monaco are a further three points behind them in fourth on 54 points after they beat Ajaccio by two goals to nil. Right, now over to Italy. Yeah, Napoli destroyed.
0: Uh, Serena? Serena,
1: was it you? Yep, Mixerossuman scoring twice. Uh, Tanguy and Dombale, I, I forgot he was there. <laughs> yeah, Azavaro didn't work Yes, and then uh, the Georgian Prodigy Kavicha scoring a penalty. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his <laughs> name anymore.
0: <laughs> You're not his mate, you yeah, can't I'm call just... him by his first name.
1: I can do. We all know who we're talking about in this situation. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Napoli. Easy win for him. And again, looks set to win uh, the title there. Uh, elsewhere,
0: uh, their story will Yeah, like these other two games that happened on Sunday yeah. were bigger stories. But like, Latsy and told. Roma.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean, Roma getting two players sent off First, it was Roger Ibanez uh, just after half an hour picking up his second yellow card in the game.
0: Did you, then... did you see the clip of it? They were all trying to say, no, nah, he hasn't tried to break his ankle there. No, 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 he hasn't tripped in.
1: <laughs> Clearly yeah, did. That was just... <laughs> yeah, that was uh, ridiculous. Then just before the hour mark, Lazio take the lead through Matteo Zekenghi. Then uh, two minutes later, they have a goal ruled out by VAR. And then stoppage time happens and... Both sides get a player sent off. Brian Cristante and Adam Maricic get sent off for their respective sides. All the drama, as we expected, between Emerits Yossary's side and Jose Mourinho's side.
0: Just a shame it couldn't be with those two at each other. Yes.
1: Uh, So with that victory and results elsewhere, Lazio now are up to uh, second in the league. Speaking of other results, Juventus beating Inter Milan 1-0. Philip Kostic again, the only goal of that game and more stoppage time drama because Paredes got booked in stoppage time for Juve then uh, Brozovic and D'Ambrosio get booked then D'Ambrosio gets sent off within 30 seconds of that yellow card incident and then Paredes himself gets sent off in what was uh, absolute craziness at the end of that game
0: <laughs> lost their heads <laughs> yeah
1: that is the only way to describe that. Uh, Ace Milan losing 3-1 to Udinese as well. Uh, so that's really hampered their run for a solid Champions League spot because Roma are only uh, one point behind them and Atalanta are three points behind them after they picked up a 2-1 victory against Empoli earlier on the weekend. And should we speak on the rumour that I just think you to look at on the BBC? I
0: can't be asked. What a lazy fucking... <laughs> this man doesn't even get on our bench
1: I mean yeah it's just absolutely crazy what is
0: this 2012 like, that was when we were li- linked to him last about part of the story came we had Paul Lambert in charge he tried to sign Lukaku but instead obviously mm. he went to West Brom and we ended up getting Christian Benseke instead yes
1: um, who came out the best people...
0: I don't know <laughs> yes
1: I mean, for those who don't know, the rumour is saying, yeah, according to Toto Fijakhez, Aston Villa are considering a move for Belgium striker Romelu Lukaku, 29, who's currently on loan at Milan from Chelsea.
0: Please, note, this man Uh wasn't motivated to play for Manchester United. How can we think he'll be motivated to play for Aston Villa? Exactly.
1: And from where I've seen rumours from Toto Fijakhez in the past, they're not very reliable. They're just one of these bullshit papers pressers so,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, don't read anything um, into that at all.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I i didn't know where to speak, but carry on. Hmm.
1: Speaking on Ben Teke, watch, do you want to know how he side did this weekend? I know
0: exactly how they did, and I know they lost, but it doesn't matter. Three, he two. scored, he scored amazing header. It was like turning back the years, it was amazing.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, and LAFC drew a nil nil rather game against Seattle Sounders. Uh, early on in the weekend and St. Louis, St. Louis City again they are incredible 3-0 win against the San Jose earthquakes what a start to life in the MLS for them what a what a start to existence <laughs> exactly you can't ask for a much better start can you no it's
0: it's absolutely is, brilliant.
1: yes right so we are now into the international break uh mm. it is the qualifiers for euro 2024 coming
0: up it is Uh Which, i always didn't want to say this but did you see what mr Savgate has supposedly said what's so he what said now okay you really haven't seen this
1: i don't know whether i have been paying much attention to anything he says so no
0: right i've got to find it it was I want to find the exact quote, but it's gonna take forever to find isn't it. Just paraphrase Sorry. it. Basically, it was something along the lines of "there's not enough English players in the Premier League," which was something around. That. I think the quote was "I might have to start looking down to the Championship to call for call-ups." is he talking thing? And also, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, that's why I've got to find it because it, it was outrageous. Like from when you saw in the article, it was just like go and watch European football, Gareth. Just there's loads of English players out there who are more than deserving. Yeah, it it
1: just is is more point that he doesn't watch any other leagues other than the Premier League. It,
0: it was just but, back where uh, is it? It's here, now. lack of English players. That was it. You may need Gareth Southgate says he may need to start selecting from the Championship or elsewhere in future because of what he claims is the decreasing number of English players in the Premier League. 32% of those in the top flight are 32% of those starting in the top flight are eligible for England. Did excuse this from this fraud of a manager?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've just run out of annoyance and words
0: to stay off that man I'm just like just fuck off already I don't suppose That's you right. saw the England under 21s lineup. no I haven't actually but their forwards list I genuinely think would fit perfectly in an England squad you had likes sort of gotta find it again Smith Rowe was in it again when he's fit good player Cameron Archer was in it Villaloni doing amazing in the championship yep Oh, there was others, but I need the list in front of me to know. I'm terrible at remembering. this is just, it's just me. I'm so awful for this. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say about uh, Southgate anymore. I've just... I'm lost for words. And I feel like it's better not talking about him because he just does my head in too much.
0: Well, you, you're in an unfortunate spot because this is exactly what we have to do. <laughs>
1: uh, Anyway, anything else to talk about this weekend? Because I don't want to sit and talk any longer on Gareth Southgate.
0: No, I don't think there is anything. That's definitely it. it? (laughs) (laughs) I should have sounded way more excitable about that. No, it's just it now. Yeah, we'll be back after the international break
1: unless anything big happens that requires us to talk about. Like he gets sacked
0: because he can't beat Italy and Ukraine. I mean that just won't happen.
1: Won't I was thinking more point. in the
0: yeah.
1: I was thinking more in the way Antonio Conte leaving Tottenham before we return back to club football. That would Do be I have to end lead. this podcast yet
0: again with it always oh, been sacked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, he's still there. Don't
0: worry. Is he?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, and let you follow us on Twitter at. Uh, of TC Pod where you can keep up to date with any big stories breaking from the world of football, including anything on Antonio Conte's future should that happen over this international break. In the meantime, we will see you soon.